Welcome to this episode of Your Life Legacy Matters, and we're going to take uh, about 10 to 15 minutes to really focus in uh, as a laser beam would on some of the primary challenges or the preeminent primary challenge that's facing the faith-based, the cause-based, and also the charitable-based uh, community. And we have uh, a person to uh, share with you uh, really from a perspective of hands-on, a perspective of having uh, uh, the uh, years and years of experience, uh, not just from a, a board position, which he has held many, but from an actual grassroots perspective. He has seen the uh, pain and suffering and the tragedies that have been having to uh, really overcome when organizations many of faith and of cause and uncharitable uh, are not supported in a fashion where they can actually steer people in the right direction. Uh, in our prior episode, we had a pleasure of really looking at a uh, tremendous a tool that was developed by our executive director, uh, Reverend Michiko, uh, from a perspective of not just faith, but a perspective of cause and a perspective of charitable outreach, showing people step-by-step step how to deal with adversity if, in fact, it happens to them or someone in their family or in the community. How do they steer through that challenging time and how do they prepare? So. We have uh, our co-chair of the Faith-Based Cause Initiative, Dr. Revely, and he's going to share with you uh, really what has been going on for really uh, well over 50 years in the community and why he has chosen to invest so uh, substantially in the resources to make sure that this particular uh, program would come about. Dr. Revley, can you share with us uh, what you've seen over the many, many years and why now? Well, I, I think I reached a point where I felt enough is enough. Uh, people pass away in our churches and, and family comes with their head bowed, not only from the weight of the loss that they have incurred, but, but the thought of not having the money to take care of the uh, the remains of the deceased. And uh, I have uh, witnessed it just too often. It has not been just something way out there, but it comes close to home at times. And I have uh, had the uh, opportunity to have to step up and get money from the church treasurer to help a family to take care of burial expenses. And uh, I've seen other families who go to crowdfunding and other kind of means of getting people to help to bury their deceased. And it's just a kind of thing that cross-denominational lines, it doesn't matter, just all kinds of people who experienced the same thing. So we needed to have something to be able to meet that need, to help people uh, so that they won't come to this place uh, where they don't have a dime to take care of the expenses that needed uh, for the burial. So uh, I'm just excited 
that we are now able to offer something that will uh, cut into that whole deficit, just make it a much better experience for everybody and uh, uh, allow people to uh, grieve in peace and not to worry about what to do with the deceased. You know, before I ask you, uh, Dr. Revely, uh, what your thoughts are on why the challenge uh, has continued to uh, escalate within the community, uh, we're uh, certainly um, uh, fortunate enough to still be around having that uh, just really turbulent 2020 year. Uh, surviving uh, the first part of a pandemic, which I'll remind the audience if they could just Google it or Siri or Alexa, a pandemic lasts for about 10 years historically. So you can throw whatever technology you feel we have developed on top of that and shorten it up. We certainly know we have broken the records as far as coming up with the vaccine in a very uh, expeditious uh, fashion, uh, certainly in a record-breaking uh, uh, time. And now it comes down to the fallout and to uh, concepts of, uh, unfortunately, uh, pandemic fatigue. Well, I would guarantee you, if you have pandemic fatigue, you might almost consider yourself having pandemic. Uh, because there's no such thing called war fatigue. And you just, uh, sometimes when you hold up the white flag, Dr. Revely, you don't get a chance to surrender, do you? That's right. There's no surrender. <laughs> so what would you uh, uh, attribute the, uh, just the elusiveness in uh, being able to take uh, affirmative actions within our faith-based, our cause-based and charitable-based communities to make sure that people have a living life legacy and if something happens, they can take care of things in a respectful fashion. And then how about this? If they choose to carry on their life legacy, they can have that organization do that for them with just an endowment of their survivor benefits to whichever uh, percentage they want to. That was an excellent opportunity, uh, or I should say that that was an excellent add-on option that you were able to put on it. So why has the problem continued, you think, uh, on your um, watch? Well, people just... They just don't believe. They they just don't believe that uh, anything is going to change. Uh, people don't don't. They know that that death is inevitable, but they never see it happening to them or happening to their family. Uh, I have, as I said uh, in a earlier session, my mother was killed in a car accident when I was 14 and uh, my mother was 27, young woman. My dad passed away at age 53 and uh, my brother uh, did not uh, live to be 25. So death has been something that has been in my family uh, rapid and rampant. And, and I've had to, uh, to deal with it, face up to it. And fortunately, fortunately, uh, we always had uh, insurance. We had something to be able to cover the expenses. Uh, but I've had so many others who were uh, in my congregations, and I've had uh, four of them. 
And uh, you know, the more you talk about it, the less people want to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about nobody. <laughs> nobody wants to talk about death and dying. And uh, that's why this uh, this brochure is equally as important. As people can now uh, be confronted with it. They can look at it, read it. Oh, it's it's real. It's not something out there, but it's right here. And uh, we can uh, help people to see how they can now uh, be a part of the of the solution and not the cause. So uh, I think that they uh, they believe it more, and uh, and they want it, and uh, we just have to be able to present it to them in a fashion in a way that uh, is easy to accept. Uh, nobody wants to plan for dying. I, I, I had a friend of mine, uh, he's a pastor, and he went to the. Uh, Cemetery, and he 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 uh, bought a uh, uh, section in this in this uh, vault, you know, inside, and he he, he bought two, and so uh, his wife, uh, young woman like he was, he was a young man then, and. Uh, she said, uh, just buy one. He had uh, uh, had a kidney problem, and then he had, was on dialysis, and, and death was closing in on him. And he said, well, I'm buying one for me, and then I've got a spot here left for you. She said, no, don't buy nothing for me. She said, <laughs> she said don't, don't buy one for me, honey. She, he said, uh, "Yes, I'm gonna. I want to make sure you you have a place to lay beside me." <laughs> and, and I had to. I was trying to say to him. I said, "Now your your wife is a young woman, man. She gonna she'll get married again. Maybe she'll have her her name only be yours. At, you know, when she got married again, she don't want to be laid up with you. She gonna lay with her new husband." Oh no. I said, man, look, you got to be reasonable. He said, Reverend, I'm gonna have a place for my wife, and I, I, I want her to promise me that uh, she'll take advantage of it. I said, well, she's not gonna promise that. Don't ask her to promise that. Just buy this plot, this this section of a this monumental time. Buy it while you can, and pay for it. He bought his plot. He bought two. He bought two, and uh, he 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 wanted to put the names on it. You know, I said no, don't put no names up there. Just to buy it. We'll we'll make sure somebody feels it. You know. Well, Doctor Revley, uh, I appreciate that a real life story. Oh yeah. From you, uh, just talking about it. You're right. It is a little. Um, Stressful, strange, you know, stressful, yes, sir. But, but we need to talk about it. 
got to and talk so, about uh, it. I want to thank you for uh, joining this episode. We have other episodes to go into in the month of April as we launch our social entrepreneurial program and we launch our aggressive outreach to every faith-based cause-based charitable-based organization. Mm-hmm. We're going to make sure they get this particular good, information. Good. And we're also going to give them a link. So on behalf of Dr. Revely, our chairman and our CEO, Mr. Gregory Garland, we want to thank you for joining us during this fellowship session.